This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News... George Santos faces charges of stealing donor IDs and using their credit cards. Misinformation on Israel-Hamas war spread on Twitter. And more human remains recovered from imploded submarine. It's Wednesday, October 11. I'm Anthony Davis. Republican House member George Santos stole the identities of donors of his campaign and then used their credit cards to ring up tens of thousands of dollars in unauthorized charges, according to a new indictment. He then wired some of the money to his own personal bank account while using the rest to inflate his campaign coffers, prosecutors said. The 23-count indictment replaces one filed in May against the New York Republican charging him with embezzling money from his campaign and lying to Congress about his wealth, among other offences. In the updated indictment, prosecutors accuse Santos of charging more than $44,000 to his campaign over a period of months using cards belonging to contributors without their knowledge. In one case, he charged $12,000 to a contributor's credit card and transferred the vast majority of that money into his personal bank account, prosecutors said. Santos is also accused of falsely reporting to the Federal Elections Commission that he loaned his campaign half a million dollars when actually he hadn't given anything and had less than $8,000 in the bank. The fake loan was an attempt to convince Republican Party officials that he was a serious candidate worth their financial support, the indictment said. Santos came out of a two-hour Republican conference at the U.S. Capitol and told reporters that he had no comment on the superseding indictment. I was in conference like everyone else without my phone, so I have nothing to say, he said. The new charges deepen the legal peril for Santos, who likely faces a lengthy prison term if convicted. So far, he has resisted all calls to resign, insisting he intends to run for re-election next year. Santos's personal and professional biography as a wealthy businessman began to unravel soon after winning election to represent parts of Long Island and Queens last year, revealing a tangled web of deception. The rapid spread of misleading claims and doctored images in the aftermath of a deadly rampage by Hamas gunmen in Israel has put the focus on Elon Musk's Twitter platform, which has drawn the ire of the European Union. Part of the challenge for those combating fake information online is that changes made by Musk earlier this year have made it more difficult to track the full scale of deception on X, the site formerly known as Twitter. Researchers studying the origins and proliferation of misinformation said they've lost the ability to automatically track keywords, hashtags and other information about real-time events, as X has eliminated access to a data tool that was free to academics before Musk's acquisition of the platform in October last year. 
Without the tool, researchers now need to manually analyze thousands of links, said Ruslan Trad, a resident fellow at the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensic Research Lab. One false claim that spread on X showed a U.S. government document edited to look like approval for $8 billion in military funds to Israel. Others include a falsely labeled video purporting to be Hamas militants with a kidnapped child and a video from a concert by American singer Bruno Mars miscaptioned as footage from an Israeli music festival that was attacked by Hamas. In a surprise attack on Saturday, Hamas gunmen rampaged through towns, taking captives and killing hundreds of people in the deadliest militant attack in Israel's history. The Israel-Palestinian war reverberated around the world as foreign governments tried to determine how many of their citizens were dead, missing, or in need of medical help or flights home. Numerous countries also offered to play a role in mediating an end to the fighting, which has already killed at least 1,600 people. The death toll was expected to grow as Israel pummeled the Gaza Strip with airstrikes and sent Palestinians fleeing into UN shelters. The U.S. Coast Guard has recovered remaining debris, including presumed human remains, from a submersible that imploded on its way to explore the wreck of Titanic, killing all five on board deep beneath the Atlantic Ocean's surface. The Coast Guard said the recovery and transfer of remaining parts was completed last Wednesday, and a photo showed the intact aft titanium end cap of the 22-foot vessel. Additional presumed human remains were carefully recovered from within Titan's debris and transported for analysis by U.S. medical professionals. The salvage mission conducted under an agreement with the U.S. Navy was a follow-up to initial recovery operations on the ocean floor roughly 1,600 feet away from the Titanic. The new materials were offloaded at an unnamed port. The Coast Guard previously said it recovered presumed human remains along with parts of the Titan after the debris field was located at a depth of 12,500 feet. Investigators believe the Titan imploded as it made its descent into deep North Atlantic waters on June 18th. OceanGate, the operator of the vessel, has since gone out of business. Among those killed in the implosion was Stockton Rush, the submersible's pilot and CEO of the company. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it, because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.